Welcome back to the In the Dugout podcast. My name is Jason Ward, a.k.a. Red Sox Dugout, alongside Alex Jefferson, Joey Nagel, and Garrett Jacobs-Meyer back in person. How we doing? Merry Christmas. Jason, I think I'm allergic to your dogs. Yeah, I think probably. I'm allergic to Joey's stench. <laughs> the Red Sox need some extra Christmas on their pitches next year. Yeah, we What don't, does that mean? We don't have enough Christmas. Ask, jo- ask John Farrell. John Farrell knows. Um... Yeah, so it's uh, it's December 23rd, and normally around this time of year, we like to do our Christmas special episode where we talk about what we want for Christmas from the Red Sox. But at this point, the Red Sox have crushed all of my hopes and dreams, and there's nothing they can do to make up for it. I mean, signing Rafael Devers would be a sick Christmas present, but we'll get into that. They're still galaxies apart. <laughs> so. No, 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 no. Let's dive into that right away, actually. Yeah. Let's, yo, let's, yo, yo, no, yo. no, no. We're, we're, we're talking galaxies like... Obviously, the Milky Way is, is quite large, right? Do we think it's a Milky Way apart, or do we think it's, like, outside the Milky Way? Because that would be humongous. Yo, so I learned something today. Uh, I don't know if it's true or not, but this is the internet, and I can say whatever I want, and no one's going to fact-check me. That's right. Um, apparently, dinosaurs existed on the other side of the universe, because the way the universe works with everything moving and such, dinosaurs existed. We just, like, physically moved an entire universe away from where dinosaurs were because the universe is like so are we are we no 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 i've been saying you know? that for years so are we so like like they <laughs> grew up there but we grew up like a new whole so universe so are, what you're away. saying is we're well, a universe a dinosaur universe away from signing devers it's like time and distance it's crazy that, well my point has always been that the the dinosaurs were native to earth and humans are the aliens and like we invade oh them. That's absolutely why they're all dead we absolutely. came on the meteor and just killed them and then started our species because nah, bro. what I, other species on this earth has houses and like an economy none it's just us yeah well, because we are special versus if us. you look at a dog compared to a monkey like they're similar like they don't wear clothes and they live in the world just doing their thing they yeah, don't there's something special we are have phones special for some reason because we're aliens no because no, no, we no. have like we're, religion from and bonobos. society and all that cool stuff that turns us humans we've evolved from bonobos we're just we're just slightly less hairy little monkeys who I'm a very hairy monkey. Who have decided <laughs> whose whose brains have evolved, and we are all we do is stand up on our hind well, legs so we can see over tall things that other animals can't, so we can kill them. Realistically, and, like you know, none of this matters because we all live in a simulation. Oh, true, true, up, very true. So. There's no way to disprove that. It's like too good of a. Of it a is theory, a really good argument. You know. Oh, it's a hundred percent true, and you can't convince me other. If you go out in the world and you see some people trying to drive in the parking lot at Walmart or just walking at the grocery store, you're like, there's no way that person. Oh real. no, there is there is like a very large population of the the human population that i believe are just figments of our imagination you ever seen ron renicky that dude's an npc yeah, so here's, they, here's they just, the i shook his hand no you didn't did you actually yeah i did I where met, i met him in spring training 2020 him and mitch does he speak he's just like very nice to meet you <laughs> so he sounds like kermit a little bit that was his pre-recorded line yeah my real quick just because i like this tangent my th- only thought is that um there are drugs that you can do like They'll send you on a trip that in the real world is a five minute long trip, but people have came back from that five minute long trip on like um on like anyway. I've heard about um, this on well, the time. They is come real. back and they're like they're like, I just had a, an entire life. And this one dude had like a family. Um like <laughs> like you grow just imagine and knowing myself, there seems like a very reasonable explanation that me, another version of me, 
did such a thing and the life i'm living now is like made up totally in this other version of me's head because knowing like the person i am i assume we have some stuff similar so who knows maybe you guys are all just Jason, my imagination book joe rogan for episode 100 got it he's on it um yep. well this that's that remind that's a good segue into what this red sox team could have been i think about that in an alternate universe i so okay this is a little sad a little sad but i was bored one day and I recreated the Red Sox roster in MLB The Show of, course of what it could have been course if did. we didn't mess everything up. And that roster is insane, dude. We could have had Mookie Betts leading off, Trevor Story second, Rafael Devers, Xander Bogarts, Kyle Schwarber. Hunter uh, Renfro. Hunter Renfro, Tristan Casas, Christian J Vasquez. J.D. Martinez. J.D. Benny. We could have had it all. <laughs> Honestly, I mean, we probably wouldn't have had Story if we kept all those guys, but we would have had a I think a I'm okay with that. I yeah, I'm okay, I'm okay with, with that, with that too. too. I would rather have Christian for the price tag. Even if we kept half the guys. If we kept just Mookie and Schwarber, insane still. Yeah. Well, and Xander. That, I mean, yeah. that too. But yeah, and you know what the first thing I did when I opened up this franchise in MLB The Show? Oh, you traded I signed Ryan Ra Brazier. I signed Raphael Devers. Okay. Yes, I DFA'd Ryan Brazier, okay. and I signed Raphael Devers to an 11-year <laughs> deal. It's pretty good. Can we talk about how terrible these baseball contracts are, though? I real I had this conversation yeah. with my dad. I hate that, like, the I it's so annoying, and it's because we never sign players to these contracts. Uh, or extend our homegrown talent to these contracts. I hate that you can just throw like a 15-year deal at a player yeah, for like a it's gross not amount of money. But it's, it's not. It's fake money too. Exactly. Like the money's not real. Right. Like they're gonna cut the guy at the at no, no, year no, no, eleven no. anyway. Did you guys see that Chris Davis is getting paid for like the next 15 years by the Orioles? Like that's how they got out of his albatross contract. Is they're they're like not actually paying him like the actual contract anymore. They're just paying him the rest of it in a over a longer period yeah, of time. Yeah. Money. Well, we're still paying Manny. Yeah. There's a way that you can defer. That's a little different, though, because the money will count towards the cap for the year that they play, but you just pay it later. So, like, mm. we're paying Manny, like, I don't know what it is. I think it might be $2 million. So we're paying him $2 million a year for the next, like, 10 years. But I don't think that counts under the luxury tax. Well, how, no, is, this, how is this good for baseball in general? Um it just seems like it's it's you have this top tier of players that get 12 year deals and they have this these crazy crazy numbers but the average like salary of an MLB player and then you run down all the way through the league like none of it trickles down it creates this really yeah. weird um like bubble other I feel like other leagues don't have that yeah i don't know i've seen people say that it's good for the game because it gets um People, I don't know. Well, also, when you build like a super team like the Mets are doing, I guess it gets people interested. It's also annoying, though. Can are we talk not, about the Mets? It is annoying for other like, fans and other people. Are you not league? hedging yeah. on future growth? Like the MLB as a league needs to grow to sustain these contracts. And if you have this idea that you're going to be able to keep paying players more and more and more every year, it's as a sport, every year the top guys reset the market, you're hedging on the growth of a sport that doesn't seem to have the growth like like if you're a gm yeah. you're like i'm gonna sign this guy to a 15-year deal i'm gonna be out of this building in four years you're realistic like no gms last very few last a very long time you go through the ups and downs of a team like four six years you're gone but you made these moves to sign a guy to a, a 12 13 year deal like it's very strange how that works well have you seen the theory that the mets like have some inside knowledge that the world's gonna end in 2030 and none of these deals are gonna matter <laughs> i believe it I mean, Steve Cohen is kind of—he's a powerful man. He well, is, explain, explain the, explain that a little bit. I don't know what you mean. I've never heard of that. That's really just all there is. Yeah. Well, just, the Mets are doing what? 
Well, they've well, been signing dudes like crazy, spend, just spend tossing out well, years, tossing out money. Their payroll for this upcoming season is five hundred million dollars. Yeah, including the luxury tax. Penalty. Well, because their tax is what, like ninety million or hundred and eleven million dollars. New York yeah. State's the second tax. most tax behind California, I think. Right. Yeah, but that's like the players' salaries. The luxury tax. It's just the luxury tax set from MLB itself yeah. is a hundred million. Yeah, which is like probably our payroll. Yeah, yeah, of course. It's definitely it's Close like the to it. Pirates payroll more it, than it's, that. It's more than the Pirates, A's, Rays, and like Royals like all combined. combined. Yeah. Why is the MLB like that? It doesn't seem good at all. Well, the, the, the Yankees are. The why Yankees, is there no? Well, the I've reason never, they're doing this now. The reason. Well, we haven't seen these long deals in a while. Yeah. Like we saw it in like 2018, 2019 with That's Machado and Harper. Yeah. The reason it came back this year was because of the new CBA that they got to last year which is guaranteeing that baseball will be played for the next 7 years. So what the owners are are saying are like, well, we're they're these players like they have the owners play. are guaranteed a schedule for the next 7 years. So what's the point of just, you know, we can give this guy 11 years because we know he'll play at least 7 of them and then if anything happens, we can just defer the payments. Exactly. I I just feel like down the line all these teams are going to be completely underwater with these contracts and there's going to yeah. be like some sort of they're going to like hit a brick wall. Either brick wall and you don't get a new CBA, brick wall and you have to like find some way to resolve. Like the teams are going to be sitting with dead money. Like yeah, I'm cra- curious. they're going to be drowning in it. I'm curious how it's going to work out like when you get 9 10 years down the line from now when you're at the back end of these deals. What it's going to be like but with it's, these teams. It's like the U.S. government. You're hedging on growth. You're hedging on your team increasing in value yeah. to be able to like continue to sustain higher and well, higher and higher. The well, other thing is is most of these players are getting signed like in their late 20s, early 30s for these 12, 11-year deals because of how long it takes in order for you to enter free agency as an MLB player with arbitration and like service years and all that junk. I love Xander Bogarts. He was he's my favorite player. He was my favorite Red Sox growing up. But there's no way he should be getting what we, he's we, getting. We aren't going to be signing that deal. And then you look at a guy like Devers and you say, "Do we like it's his buddy. He plays next to him. He looks at his deal. Are you do you are you the Red Sox? Do you sign him to that?" Well, if you're Devers, you're not going to accept anything, anything until less. you anything go to than, until like, you go to the market. Like, yeah, if I'm Devers, there's no way. I'm there, not Devers really free. shouldn't be taking a deal at this point. Yeah. If he does, yeah. he's doing us a favor. But I mean, well, he said he loves Boston, so too. if he does want to be here, he would accept one. But it's also he needs to get the fair price. We're back to the same thing with Xander. Which I mean, the Red Sox clearly aren't willing to do at this point. Like the yeah. report that their galaxies apart, the way that the Red Sox have treated Xander, the way they treated everyone. There's just no way that I see the Red Sox offering Devers a fair deal right now. It's unbelievable because it's terrible business on top of that. There are no marquee players on this team anymore. And, like, I was at the mall this week, and I saw the 2023 Red Sox calendar. Yeah, this is a lot. February, Darwinson Hernandez, followed by Bobby Dahlbeck, Jaron Duran, and Nick Pavetta. Like, if That those should are, be the Woo Sox calendar. Yeah, and I remember, I had, the, I had the 2018 Red Sox calendar. That one was sick. <laughs> that one was really sick. You only sick. need 12 guys. Like, you only yeah. Need, yeah. It's not that hard. <laughs> literally literally less, less than half the roster. And they don't have to be good players. They have to be, like... Like, like you can have like three fan favorite. Yeah, like Kike was on it. You know That's what I mean? Yeah, like, exactly. Kike. Um, you need like ten good guys for a calendar. Do we? Have and who are you going to put on the season ticket promos? Like, I was looking. I have the the promo poster from the 2018 World Series, and on it is Price, Sale, <laughs> Mookie, JD, Bogey. Dude, there's one guy remaining, and that guy's an enigma. 
Um, there was a player this year that uh, I don't know if you guys are going to remember, but he like he signed. I forget who it was. He signed to a, some other team for the, one of these big contracts, but they like the team didn't put them or put him on the promotional material for the season tickets of the next year. Um, that happened this year, but I remember that happening with Mookie. I remember they didn't that, put Mookie yeah. on the on the promotional material and at the time. We were like, "Oh, it doesn't mean anything. Doesn't mean anything." And then it apparently it did. That, that totally was such meaning denial. something. And then I don't recall the guy's name this year, but I like I read the similar story right before he got signed to his new team, and it was like not on the promotional material for season tickets in the next the following year. And I looked back and I'm like, "Oh, maybe it does mean something." And two was days Devers later, on gone. the calendar? Was was <laughs> yeah, exactly. Devers was on the calendar. Yeah, he was good. We'll see if he's on the season tickets. We're gonna stuff. wait till like the not. middle of next year and see if they're selling season tickets for twenty four and yeah. see if he's on there. Yeah, judge it. And then, man, this team sucks. No, it really does. It really does. Like you look up and down the roster, you look at the lineup, you look at the rotation, and it's just scary. Like, we have just... a good bullpen. That's it. Yeah, but like you said, that bullpen's useless because we're not gonna have games to close out. Yeah, we're and not save. gonna be. We're not. I, are you confident in like four, three wins? Or are we gonna have four runs to have a, our closer come in and, and save the game? I mean, I, I don't even know. I'm so like, excited. Last to year, idea. last year it was blown saves, and this year we're not even gonna get to saves. Like it's just gonna. We're, we'll be down by eight runs. You can't lose so, Bogarts, JD, and, and expect. You know to what's gonna happen? Like in we're the next a last place team last year with Bogarts and JD. I was talking to my my one of my close friends at college who is a diehard Yankees fan, and he was like, I was like explaining to him how upset all of us are and how we're like, it doesn't matter, like this isn't gonna go well, like this year is gonna be a, like a complete wash, and he tried to reason with me that like, oh, with the schedule changes, we won't have to play the AL East as much, it and like, matter. and I'm like, it doesn't matter, like we are just so bad. It's honestly really difficult because like. It's just hard to like fathom well, it, as a Red Sox fan. It's pretty simple for me. You you manager spent or manager GM spent won the World Series. New guy came in to sell and get yourself under the luxury tax. Instead of doing so, you stuck yourself in the middle and you went either or for years. You went yeah. either or. We're going to spend on this guy. We're not going to spend on this guy. We're going to be sort of competitive, but we're going to end up stinking once injuries and crap hits the fan. No, you're you did, right. No, it wasn't a straight up spend to cut. It was a spend to get stuck in the middle and no one's happy. It, well, it's because they keep this mentality, this this narrative where they're trying to compete every year. I hear Sam Kennedy say that every single press conference where our main goal is to compete every year, be competitive every season. And I think they're so latched onto that, they just... They were too scared to actually go in on a rebuild, too scared to actually pick a direction because they kept this thing in the back of their head where like, oh, we told but, the fans we have to compete every year. To be honest with you, I feel like that's just a baseball thing. Like, I feel like there are a lot of teams in baseball that are really afraid to just pull the trigger on blowing it up and starting an entire new rebuild. There are teams that like try and hold on to their windows for as long as possible and it always bites them in the butt. Like, the Royals tried to hold on to their window and it did not work. The Cubs. Yeah, the Cubs. Like... The ba baseball is a sport that is so volatile with injuries and like the amount of players that you have in a franchise at one time that you can't you can't go halfway in and halfway out anymore, especially with like teams like the Mets, Yankees, and Dodgers spending the way they do. It just doesn't make any sense. Like you have to commit to one side or the other, and Heim being unwilling to commit is what has driven us to where we are. We were. I think we talked about this last episode. Like the last time we had a signing that was like impactful and exciting, and like the only one that I can think of is JD. Like that was the last time we had like an actual big name signing that like did 
anything. We didn't give JD what he wanted either. JD had no market, so we were like, yeah, Here, "Here's a, they wanted two hundred million. We said, "Here's a hundred and ten. He's like, "No, I want two hundred And we're like, "We know no one else wants you. Here's a hundred and ten. Yeah, and I feel like that's what the Red Sox are still trying to do, except everyone else has a market now. <laughs> yeah, so it just doesn't work. Uh, real quick, back to like the the remaining competitive thing. Um, the idea behind getting a team that's gonna win games is you get people in the stands who make money, right? So you like mm-hmm. you like sustainably make money. I guess I would argue that um, as like a uh, maybe it's because I'm more into the MLB than the average fan, but like young guys coming up is one of the most exciting things. Like I, I guess the proof is in the pudding with teams like the Orioles who had that a little bit with Adley. But once the time tides, like you can have, you can gut your team of talent. We have the prospects to sustain fan interest and fans coming into the stadium, um, and especially Fenway Park. Like last year wasn't great with ticket sales, but I truly believe that was because we had no identity. If the fans understood that we were trying to be low, spend low for a couple years and see these prospects come up, that also sells fans. Like, I don't think you have to live in middle land. Boston fans are educated. They know prospects and they're interested in prospects. Like, Boston fans will actually watch, for the most part, some spring training games versus other teams fans probably won't watch any of it but Boston fans know their prospects they knew who Tristan Casas was when he got called up they knew about Rafael Devers when he was 16 years old they knew about Xander Bogarts when we signed they know their prospects and I know me personally if we went all in on a rebuild year and just had a bunch of young guys up there and filling guys. I feel like that would be kind of fun to watch. I'd rather have that than whatever we're going to have this season. If you're going to go to upper management of the Red Sox and make a pitch about the like the, the four years that we lived in since the World Series, I would be very comfortable structuring my pitch around the idea that you, you know, the, the blanket, the, the easy thing to do is to remain competitive and to just sort of have this guy and like win games. I would sit there and I would say, you market it and you this is your pitch to the fans. Young guys, we have the talent are going to come up and play for us. We're going to be good in four years. You pitch that to the Red Sox fans. Yeah. Instead of... Lying. Lying! Like, you, like instead, of, instead of making crap up, you pitch the, the Boston fans, we're going to be not that good unless a Raphael Devers or Ben Attendee or some crazy good prospect pops up. And then you get hyped. I, I mean, think we, we I, just thought he was going to sell. Like we thought he was going to be the pro. He he hasn't. Well, he, he wasn't I mean, I just look at, at last trade, last year's trade deadline. I think that kind of sums up everything. Like you trade away some guys, like you trade away Vasquez, <clears throat> but then you get Tommy Pham, and then you get Eric Hosmer. Like where for what? It just we were in last place. It makes no sense. Tommy and you Pham finished five what? million dollars over the luxury tax. Yeah, and what's the point of that? Being over the luxury tax when you're a last place. It team? took one move to get under. And, and they just didn't, and do, didn't it. do it. Why? Yeah. JD left for nothing. Bogarts left for nothing. Yeah. It's just a missed opportunity. Why do you trade Mookie away, and then once the Bogarts thing comes up again, you... you Do they have no idea? I guess they legitimately thought they had a chance signing him at the deal that the Red Sox wanted. They I think they did. They did. That must... It no, must because be. Because the, John Heyman report at, came out, and he was like, oh, the Red Sox are going to get Bogarts again. Well, what happened was, from what I heard, is that day... Where we thought Bogarts was coming back before the Padres signed him. Yeah, until you jinxed him and ruined the whole thing. (laughs) Bogarts didn't have any other offers except for the Red Sox one on the table. 
That's why they were so confident that they were going to sign him. And then the Padres swooped in and offered him that mega deal and, and, and took him from the Sox. And that's why Hein Bloom was caught so off guard because he thought he had But him. why would they caught off guard? Teams were throwing Because they're stupid. At the, at the time, it was maybe, an 11th hour offer by the Padres, and they just threw him but, but all they were, could have. There were also like reports that the Red Sox weren't even top three in offers, which means it wasn't just the Padres who threw him in an 11th, an 11th well, hour deal. Like, what I think the is... The Twins did it. All the buzz that day was about signing Yoshi. Yoshida and not by Bogarts. Everyone, the all that yeah. like hype and excitement was like, uh, you know, everyone heard that the Red Sox were going to re-sign someone or, or that they were going to sign someone. They they had a they had a a big free agent deal in the works. Everyone just assumed it was Xander, and no, it was Yoshida. The fact it must be nice to be a Yankees fan right now because yeah. they got their guy back and they named him captain. Okay, That's exactly okay. whoa, whoa, whoa. what they slow down. Aaron Judge is very overrated, and that contract's awful. I don't care. The they, they, good, he's no. he's the face of their franchise. They got him back, and he, he like Judge. I think he did a very good job representing the Yankees. And no, yes, Judge personally, I've like I've grown to like a lot more post. I don't uh, hate Aaron Sophie. Judge at all. Do you remember what happened twenty eighteen? Yeah, in the playoffs. Yeah, when he played. I know that's why I New love New York, him. New York. That's why I love him. And then they lost. Yeah, he gave us the he he. He ignited and then our... Yankees fans booed him in the playoffs last year. Yeah, but I mean, he looks like a Yankee though. You can't deny that. Yeah. Why? Because he's ugly. Big and yeah. ugly. Big, strong. He was a, dude. He was voted like most attractive man. Or yeah, something it's insane. By, what, People Magazine. Have that, they? Have they true. never so seen sexiest man alive? What, whatever the heck it was. Um, now, have you ever seen Andrew Benintendi? Um, his his face yeah. is much better since he's fixed his teeth. The listen, but but. He's bad. Here's yeah. the point. The Yankees had their face of the franchise. They had their star. They got him. They gave him exactly what he wanted. They got him back, and they named him a captain. That's exactly what the Red Sox knowing, have done. Knowing quite a few, like a couple of my close friends at school are big Yankees fans, and they were more excited about re-signing Judge and like naming him captain than they were about any point in this entire season. When was the last, like, we've had multiple times now as Red Sox fans where there have been people in that clubhouse that have been captains and ownership has just neglected to name them captain. I think of Bogarts, I think of Pedroia, Ortiz, like, you could have named any one of those guys captains. It should have been, it should have been a press conference with Bogarts, with Veritek sitting next to him, and they give Xander his his jersey with a C on it. That's what it should what, have been. Quick, quick point question. What's up with management of these MLB teams having such a stake in who's the captain of the team is? Like, why do the New York Yankees withhold that until they need it for money? Well, or not like every to, team needs to convince like, them to come. Baseball's not like hockey where you name a captain every year. Or, it's, every, or football, yeah. Yeah, it's like... Name another captain there, in the MLB There right isn't now. really. Yeah. Um, but, wait, but why is it like may, that? Like, Altuve might be? I'm there, not sure. I don't even... I well, can't think of anyone who has a C on their jersey. I can see no, that. no, there's no one, and I don't think Judge will be wearing a C either because Jeter never did. But like, so it, like you, it really you refer means nothing. you refer it's to guys around the league as captains of their team, like it guys like no, Altuve. It means, it means or, stuff in the locker room. Why aren't players yeah, like like Yadi Molina teams? with the Cardinals? Like that's a captain type player. Yeah, um, I don't know. I think I like when you're a team like the Yankees. Obviously, to be officially recognized as a captain, that's like a tremendous honor. Nah. But why does it come from? Why does it come from the the upper management writing the contract? Like they to it's me marketing. 
Imagine yeah, not, like imagine if you were a player in the Yankees. The captain to me is like the leader of your team. It's something that the that you know traditionally teams vote Aaron on. Judge they want the person to be. What? Yeah, but that's what I mean. The <laughs> player should, should be should deciding be. who the captain. Um, it shouldn't uh, just be you something. Know, at the moment, just be something you tack on. Anyway. At the moment, the Yankees are the only team with an official captain. And it means nothing. I I don't care. Aaron, the official captain, because the the head of the thing wanted to sign yeah, Aaron but, Judge, and yeah, it was like extra recognition and money, and it allow him to stand up there on a car commercial with a C, and he'll yeah. get an extra three million dollars. Yeah, but exactly. he, he, you know, like it it still would have meant something to Bogarts. So that's for sure. Cause oh, it, for sure. Yeah, yeah. that's. I'm the just thi- saying that, that, Aaron Judge oh, sucks. Okay. <laughs> no, but like my point is like when you're officially recognized by your franchise as a, as a captain, yeah, it's mostly marketing, but also it's. I don't know. It, it it's a pretty big honor because it it shows that the that the that the team it recognizes what you do and your impact on a locker room. That's not what the Red Sox do at all. Well, and I think it means something to the fans because it 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 shows you that that player is going to be there and be responsible for whatever happens. Yeah. Like and obviously Bogarts has done that and he did that in 2020 and 2021. And this past year, it's more for the casual fans. They see that this guy's a captain, and they're like, "Wow, he must be a very well-respected player." Yeah, those pizza shop owners in the Bronx that are like, "Oh, Aaron Judge is our captain." Hey, doesn't ma- it, it, it doesn't. It doesn't matter anyways because it's not like the Yankees are going to beat the Astros. Yeah, this means nothing. The Yankees are never going to win a World Series with Aaron Judge as their captain, so it doesn't even matter. Oh, boy, bookend that. It's true. Well, he's not a leader. He's not a playoff player. No one on their team is a leader. I'll Look say at Garrett Cole. I'll say it's really unfortunate that they got Rodon though. It is unfortunate, but he's probably gonna be a bum there too because uh, it's New York. Did you he's did you see him? Just gonna get hurt did, all the time. Did you see him shaved? Yeah, he looks horrible. He looks I weird. Yeah, as long as the Yankees have this stupid beard rule, they're never gonna win anything. I. It's probably the most infuriating thing in baseball for me. It's just so I kind of like the beard rule. No, Don Mattingly doesn't. He he like, still does it too. That's why know. the Marlins fired him. Yeah, <laughs> I kind of I kind of like it. It I, depends. Like, it's an old school thing, but I also have no problem with that. I feel like like you step into the building. It's just a a understanding that you're in a professional environment and you are going to. Yeah, but then your you look at look at like Rugnet Odor looking like he's twelve years it's old. It's scary. Yeah, it looks like a rat. There, there are some players that need beards. Like there are a few players that like there's, I there's, see them come into to the Bronx and it works. Like Matt Carpenter with that mustache, yeah. was electric. But then you look at other guys like Rugnet Odor, um, Carlos Rondo, Garrett Rondon. Cole. He's got an ugly chin. <laughs> Garrett Cole. The um, when Dar- Dallas Keuchel almost got traded there, signed there. Like that would have oh, been a mess. Yeah. Funny, yeah. yeah. Although I will say about the Yankees, like they still have some pretty horrendous contracts. Josh Donaldson for them. They can't trade him. They tried to. They can't. No. They have a few. I mean, Stanton's not well, a great one. Well, I mean, Garrett, Garrett Cole's contract isn't going to age well. Um, you know, probably neither will judges, but that's what you had to do to get them to Well, get none them there. of these contracts are going to exactly. age well. It's just also, what you have to do. Yeah, but like Devers with Devers. Do I really want to give him twelve years, whatever four hundred million that he wants? Do, like, the Yankees have no, genuinely? but we have to. The like, Yankees if you, have a billion dollars committed to three players right now. If you want the player to be here for the next six, seven years in their prime, you have to give them the extra years at the end for them to want to sign it. Yeah, that's just the way the market is right now. So you would, if you were the Red Sox, you would sign Bogar- uh, Devers to that deal. Yeah, yeah, but the way that the con- yeah. those contracts are done, you otherwise you, you lose. You have them. to front load it so and that like when they them. are kind of. Limping through the final years of the deal, you're not paying them as much as yeah. No, it's as much as you should. You think about it with like 
it's insane because like no other sport has contracts like this. Like I feel like I feel like the NBA has like a limit on years you can they have sign a max guys. contract. Yeah, I fully believe I've said this before that the MLB should have a a max years that you I, can give I a think player. So too. I agree. I think it should be. I think eight, seven, or eight is your yeah. maximum length. Well, that can't be changed until the new season. No, it, yeah. and it'll never yeah. be It'll changed. never happen, but, but it's just the way it should be in the I mind. totally disagree. I think so, like I think you could have serious severe changes whenever that brick wall is hit at the whether it be I, new CBA or the whole machine well, runs to a I, stop. Well, I mean, look own, at what happened the owners don't this want past offseason with the um the whole lockout thing. Like they couldn't negotiate anything. They couldn't yeah. reach a deal oh my on God, anything. This this They're time never last year in arbitration either because it's such a it's such like a benefit fit to the owners because these guys go through six years of arbitration you're paying them like nothing well, it's all messed up like yeah. this time last year i remember sitting on my balcony in florida while i was on training that trip. was unnecessary yeah. <laughs> well, and we were talking about how stupid like the cba and like mlb like yeah. going back and forth was and like yeah they settled but Part of the reason that the MLB is, like, so, like, lopsided and, like, when you look at, like, basketball and football, like, any team can be good any year. There is a defined salary cap that is set by the league. I have been a firm believer of this for so long. The MLB, because, like, different owners have different levels of money that they can put in, like, obviously we experience the benefits of that because we're the Red Sox, we're Red Sox fans and we have more money to spend on payroll. But, like... How are the A's supposed to compete with the with the Yankees? Like it just does. It's not like a fair system. What well, makes sports interesting well, is you got to spend money to make money. There's two sides of it. Like, should the Mets be spending as much money as they are? I don't know. Maybe it's not fair. Probably not. They have way more than everyone else. But at the same time, should the A's be spending as little as they spend? I'm a believer in a salary floor for the Me MLB, too. not a salary cap. I think. Because with what the Mets are doing, we're seeing how much money these owners actually have and how much money that they can spend. Yeah. Steve Cohen's spending as much money as he can, but every other owner is spending as much money as they want. Oh, exactly. So, yeah. Yeah, it just got announced that they that Fenway Sports Group is... Whenever the NBA gets a Vegas franchise, it's going to Fenway Sports Group. Yeah. And it's really stupid because... These owners are gatekeeping all of their money. Like, I've always been on the player's side for these lockouts because it's billionaires paying millionaires. Exactly. It, Like, yeah, it's it's huge money. It's all fake. But, like, all the people that are sitting at home saying, like, oh, how could, how could player X turn down $20 million? That's stupid. Well, it's because he's one of few players in the world that can do what he does. So if he's worth forty million dollars, he should go get it. It's the same with anyone else with a job. If you're good at your job, you gotta get you you want to get what you're worth. Um, I kind of forgot where I was going with this, but I'm that's just, okay. I'm just mad because these these owners, it's all capital gains and it's all not real money, and you didn't actually work for any of it, and you still just just pile it up. It's yeah. all like it's completely fake money that you have a. You know, yeah. whatever it be, you, there's a barrier entry. You have this much money. All of a sudden, you can you can make fake money. Like that's just the way it works. I mean, well, these guys, at, like it's not real money, and the players are actually like earning a salary. You know, again, look at the Mets. Like the luxury tax was supposed to be the baseball's version of the salary cap. It was supposed to stop owners from spending ridiculous amounts. It hasn't done but anything. Steve Cohen's just blowing right through that. He's like, I don't care. I'm gonna spend as much money as I want because I can. Yeah. yeah, all the other teams. Do. Well, yeah. I look at a team like the Marlins, who has a tiny payroll, yet they're in a huge market. 
they're they're just they don't they're not willing to spend money and i that's why you need a salary floor because like the marlins in theory should be a good team didn't jeter jeter sold them right yeah or he he left yeah yeah yeah, but their owners are like I forget who owns them now, but like they're pinching pennies with them, and they're a team that would benefit greatly from a salary floor in the MLB because, with how big their market is, they should be a good team, yeah. but they're not. And in my opinion, in a perfect world, MLB should have a salary floor, <laughs> a max length of contracts, and a shorter uh, arbitration so that players hit free agency earlier. They can I agree. sign. Yep. They can sign two of those maximum length deals if they wanted to, because if you shorten arbitration and you hit free agency at like twenty four, you sign an eight year deal to thirty two and another eight year deal to forty. If you, yep. if you're that good, I also think that um, the whole service time thing is ridiculous. Oh, it's stupid. It the manipulation yeah, of that. Yeah. Because it just like it de- like they just do it to delay arbitration and like it also like it screws the players because like you could have guys in their thirties like just finish finishing their five year minimum. Yeah, I look at Chris Bryant. He was the Cubs' best player in spring training <laughs> his rookie year, and then they kept him in the minors for exactly as many days as they needed to before calling him up. And then of course he comes up. He's their best player. It's so stupid because it cost. It probably cost Chris Bryant. 25 million dollars i feel like every team's done that in some regard though like we even did that with chavis like obviously that's a, a yeah. much different <laughs> player but the <laughs> same concept you wait to bring him up so you can manage the whole service time thing yeah well there's I just would... so many different aspects of baseball that's messed up and yeah and then you go on and pretend that they're not ready yet until that point yeah, yeah. it's you annoying like because i bet we do it with meyer because like he's yeah I, the uh the projection for him is to come up at the end of next year I that's wonder do they not, no shot, no shot. He's absurd. He's 18 years old. Nine, er, about to be 20, I think. I thought he was about to be 19. I think Maybe. He, he might have just right. turned 19. Because we signed him out of high school, no? Yeah. We did sign him out of high school. Him, whatever, yeah. No, he's 20. Just he's 20. 20. Okay, no. So he can play. <laughs> yeah, but... Call him up right now. Well, at the end of next year... Imagine imagine if the Red Sox are like, yeah, our shortstop this year is going to be Marcelo Mayer. Like, he's 20 years old. He's replacing Xander well, th- Bogarts. Think Just about it right like this. Xander Bogarts was 20 years old when he got called up. It's true. Yeah. Yeah. But we, I mean, we had, we signed, he was an international signing when he was like 15, wasn't he? Yeah. That's the thing. He was in the, he was in the system for longer. Where'd he come from, Bogarts? Aruba. Aruba. International signing, yeah. All right. Well, that was, that was a good, uh, good conversation there. Let's bring it back to the Sox. Talk about a little bit of the news that happened. We, we touched on it a little bit, but yeah, Jeter Downs was DFA'd, um, to make we can end for, it there. Was it to make room for Yoshida on the Wyatt Mills. I mean... <laughs> That's right! <laughs> no! Whoa. No, I thought that was Hosmer. Oh. No, that was Hosmer. Yeah, that was Hosmer. Oh, Hosmer, Hosmer was DFA'd too. I can, Who I cares? I can look at my own page and um, figure it out. You know so what else useless. is really cool? Um, Whoa, hold we on, hold on. Jeter, Hot, we're we, still on Downs! Hold on! No, no, wait. We, but we DFA'd... It was for Yoshida. It was for Yoshida. We DFA'd Jeter, Downs, and Eric Hosmer... But we kept Ryan Brazier. Oh, the list goes on. Ryan Brazier, Darns and Hernandez, Caleb Ort. Like, they're all just still here. The Ort man. Ort meal. Still bad. Um, <laughs> okay. Jeter Downs, we've been saying, I've been saying, he's a bust. Always was a bust. And GMs, so when sad. we traded for him, were, were saying at the time, like, yeah, he was a highly regarded prospect in baseball, but there were GMs saying, yeah, he's overrated. He's not going to be as I good as people I remember saying say. shortly after we traded for him, we got to flip this guy. Yeah. 
But was, no, no, and then that, he turns out to be a 190 hitter in Worcester and gets DFA'd, and he was the he was the piece that we got from Mookie Betts. Like Verdugo was the MLB guy, Connor Wong was the add-on, but Jeter Downs was the mainstream piece in that deal, the prospect. And now he is with the Washington Nationals after great, getting DFA. Great move. We did this to ourselves. Yeah. And who's the other guy? Alex Verdugo. He's the guy that we got from Mookie Betts as the MLB guy. We're talking about trading him. I saw a report 20 minutes ago from Pete Abraham yeah, that he's because, being shopped on the market right now. Well, the reason is because like Verdugo was supposed to be a better player than he is right now. Because yeah, in 2020, he hit over 300. That was the expectation. He's always been an on-base guy, a contact machine. Like his When we traded for him, he was supposed to be a guy who could hit 300 with 30 doubles and that's just not happening right now and there's also the, the Red Sox are calling into question his work ethic now which Dude, is why he, they're shopping him and him, him and uh, the other center fielder uh, Duran. Duran went on a, a make me dislike them tour in the <laughs> middle of this season for some reason Verdugo what did Dugo do I Anyway, the, I, I don't, don't know. know. He just like I, he'll um, be the, what, the whole the thing with the whole Verdugo thing is with he'll hit. keep playing and it'll just I'll forget that he's there. Like he just won't do anything. So no, I'm gonna no, clarify he, on that. I feel bad just saying that. I got mad annoyed with just him listening to him talk on the news after all that um like the throwing stuff at him. Oh yeah, what are you like, doing Yankee Stadium and all that stuff? And he was like, well, oh, he threw the, the fan, ball into the stands. No, the fan threw the ball. at him. The fan threw the ball at him. And he was yelling. I don't. Yeah. He and then he like sat on this this like righteous. Pedestal. Well, well I anyway. want to give Verdugo one more year because I think without the shift, he could be someone who benefits a lot. I don't care at this point. Trade everyone away. Yeah, but we're, the reason that they're thinking about trading Verdugo is because it's getting to the point where you have to think about extending him. Because he, <laughs> yeah, it, true. It, he, someone pointed out that he's like in the same exact situation as Benintendi was. <laughs> You're at the point where you either have to commit to he him. Basically, or is trade Benintendi. Him. Yeah, they're the same player. Yeah, yeah. Benintendi and, had more well, potential. You kind of know what you got. You know what sucks? True. Benintendi was better Benintendi defensively, too. Benintendi got five too. years, $75 million from the White Sox. And we pay Yoshida five years, $90 million, plus a $15, or $15 million posting fee. Who would you rather have? Like, Yoshida could be a really good player. I'm going to be honest. I think Yoshida has a lot of potential. Me, so too. I, I love his swing. I've watched his highlights. I see it with him. And... You can't teach getting on base at a 450 clip. That's that's impressive. I don't care what league you're playing in, a 450 on base is absurd. Like I'm not going to put the Ichiro comp on him, but I think he has the potential to be one of the best players that we've seen come yeah, out of Japan. Yeah. I I would think he kind of I mean, he's gotten the Juan Soto comparisons. I would say based on his numbers, he's kind of like a a stripped down version of Soto where he doesn't hit for as much power. He can yeah. hit like 15 home runs a year but this is a guy who's probably gonna i would hope hits at least like 280 30 35 doubles gets on base at you know i would hope at 350 plus 360 yeah. leadoff guy yeah he's a leadoff guy and it sucks that he can't really run or play defense because <laughs> yeah what's yeah. his fielding like average he's a corner like average he's, he's a corner outfielder. yeah he's relegated yeah. to corner well, outfield well, in Fenway, he's strictly a left fielder. He can't play. He right wouldn't fielder. be able to play right field. In How's his arm? Meh. It's all meh. Yeah. He's yeah. a hitter. But, but I, I mean, the reason he was worth far. that much money is because he is that good of a hitter. He's got that much, like, plate Just presence. Just bat-to-ball talent. I mean, they do yeah. some crazy stuff over there in Japan, don't they? You see that video of that dude, like, um, holding the bat basically straight from him and then hitting balls, like, on both sides. Yeah. Like, and then I did see that. And they'll go like, ha, ha. Crazy. I mean, Ichiro's dad used to throw rocks at him to get him used to being <laughs> hit by pitches. 
<laughs> Ichiro was a psycho. Yeah. Because, <laughs> like, he could hit for power, too. He, he just, he just chose, chose not, not to. to. He chose not to. That's insane. What? I didn't yeah. Know. yeah. Yeah. Everyone said that, like, in batting practice, if Ichiro wanted to hit home runs, he could hit absolute Every pitch. tanks. <laughs> yeah. But he just chose not to. He chose Beast. to hit, hit like, 200. He has the record for, like, 200 singles in a season. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but no, we we uh, DFA Jeter Downs for Yoshida, um, DFA, which uh, I'm fine with because I still think Jeter Downs is a, a loser who's never gonna amount to anything. In oh, Major League absolutely! Well, Nationals fans, you're gonna love him. Hit 160, make about 15 errors <laughs> in, in 60 games at yep. second base. You're gonna love he, him. He needs the fresh start. Absolutely, he was bad. I don't even like. There are players where I look at him like, oh, he'll benefit from a fresh start. Jeter Downs should just retire now. Well, I think he's, he's the he, perfect fit for the Nationals. He had True. crazy expectations. I imagine, like, even through the the Dodgers and the Red Sox, he had that just crazy expectation. I mean, his parents, his parents named him Jeter, and he's a shortstop. I mean, imagine, just imagine being the guy that was yeah. in the Mookie deal. Um, at least now he can play without those expectations. He can kind of like be an underdog. It, it, I imagine that helps. I mean, this is probably rock bottom at this point. So I, yeah, you can uh, only go up. Yeah, Eric Hosmer was also DFA'd. That one surprised me because it Weird. seemed to be kind of for no reason. It was for, as we alluded to, Wyatt Mills. Uh, who's Wyatt Mills? You may ask. Great question. An irrelevant player from the Royals. Who did we pick I mean, him in the Rule Five draft? No, we just oh, traded. We traded uh, oh, Jacob right. Wallace for right. okay. who was an intriguing prospect, but that's fine. I, Wallet, Wyatt Mills, I guess, could have some potential. He is a lot like John Schreiber. He has that weird delivery, um, and he was he was average for the Royals, but I guess the Red Sox see something in him. Like he's an intriguing guy who could end up being a decent middle reliever. Um, and I mean. Eric Hosmer wasn't going to be a huge part of this team. Like, he was probably going to be traded anyways. It's just weird to me that we, we DFA'd and released him instead of trying to trade him before that. Um, I know he has a full no-trade clause, but you'd think that he would accept a trade to another team where he'd actually get a playing spot. Right. Well, Since, maybe they tried to trade him to the Nationals again. Again? Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Whatever. I'm kind of over it at this point. I don't really care. Um, it just <laughs> didn't make sense. You're on the hook for a league minimum salary. It does not matter. Yeah. So, whatever. Um, and then the other big piece of news is the Red Sox signed someone. He's 38 years old, but we signed Justin Turner. <sighs> it's I, don't, it, I don't hate the move. Like, the, the only bad thing about this deal is his age. Yeah, that's it's, my biggest problem with it is I just don't, I don't love the idea of a 38-year-old baseball player. Yeah. Well, it asks the question of for me. what? Like what are you trying to do? When, you sign him to he's a he's a stay afloat guy. He's, he's a be good enough to bring people into the stadium guy, right? My my other question I mean, with, I don't think kids are coming to the stadium and being like, "Oh, I want to watch Justin Turner play he's, tonight." Not the not, kids. He he'll be a hit like he's one before he came to the Red Sox, he was one of my dad's favorite players. So yeah, the like, Boston Irish community is going to love <laughs> exactly. Turner. Justin Turner. <laughs> And I mean, my like, question is, where is he going to play? DH first base. Like, he won't be a. He's just. I don't know. Because, like. I don't know what this team is going to look I like. I actually like the anymore. fit. I can, I can see the fit because what he's. What I, the Red Sox want to do is have a revolving door of DHs. So, what he can do is. <laughs> I love that. that Thank God. That's really that. funny. I know you meant that probably more positive than it sounds, but that's yeah, kind of that, funny. Yeah, that, that does have a <laughs> negative connotation, I guess. Yeah. But. Like Turner does have a fit. He can play third when you need him to, not every day. But 
And he can also play first base. So what they're probably going to do is rotate Turner, Casas, Devers. Devers in and out of DH every day. Keep him fresh, which I think is a great idea. What's up with Dahlbeck? And then he sucks. <laughs> and then <laughs> Justin Turner He'll probably also, be our shortstop. <laughs> that's, that's true, actually. Yeah. But Justin Turner also profiles perfectly for Fenway Park. That's what I do like about him. Is he, that right-handed pull swing with the monster is going to be really good. He knows how to get on base. He he still hits the ball hard. Like his baseball savant page is great. Yeah, he's in the up. <laughs> no, he's a good player. He's he's a good player, and you're paying player. him eight million dollars this year, which is which is great. Yeah. The only problem I have is next year he's a player option for eleven million dollars at age thirty nine. So and there's no gonna, way he doesn't take. Yeah, it. he's gonna take it. Yeah. So like, I mean, we said the same. Unless we're that bad, and he's like, I gotta get out of this city. To be fair though, we said the same. We said Evaldi was gonna take his player option, and look what look look at how that turned out. So yeah. I'm I'm still very afraid. I don't think we're getting Nate. He's back the only good point. free agent, and it'd be stupid if we don't re-sign him. Back. Yeah, but so now the price won't. is going up and up for it's him. ridiculous. It's unfortunate. So he declined his player option of what? Of or the the qualifying offer nineteen point four. Oh, the yeah. they were qualifying offer and wasn't even. All right. I guess the Sox were probably thinking like me. They were trying probably trying to sign him on a two year twenty five million dollar deal, but now he's going to get more than that. I'd still give him yeah. a little more than that, like maybe two for thirty four. We have the advantage because we. Because he declined the qualifying offer, any other team that signs him is going to lose a draft pick. Yeah. We won't because he's our player. We have the advantage. We can get him for less. It is stupid that he's still a free agent right now. Yeah. But whatever. Um, yeah, no, Justin Turner's cool. It's funny to me how Heim Bloom just keeps reuniting the old Dodgers team. If you think yep. about it, Kike, Justin Turner, Kenley Jansen, Verdugo. Alex Verdugo. If you count Connor Wong from the prospects... Him too. Yeah. I, I also think it's funny. Oh, um, Chris Martin. Uh, yeah. It's all Dodgers. Are we I, getting Matt Kemp? Is that what you're saying? Rich Hill. Matt Kemp. Yeah, let's get Matt Kemp. Juan Arebe. Let's get him. <laughs> <laughs> he can replace Devers, what, like 46 years old now? Give me Yasiel Puig while you're mm-hmm. at it. Ooh. I don't know. Yeah, bring him out of what jail, about, bail hey, him out. What about What's Trevor Bauer? Trevor <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking about that. What's Trevor Bauer doing? There's, an, I, th- I think there's no way he plays another game for the Dodgers. They're gonna try. Not for the Dodgers. No way. Well, no. he's still under contract, and he's owed like 38 million or something. He won't be good, right? Like, there's just no way. Here's, he could be. Here's the he's only such thing. a, he's such a doofus. arrogant <laughs> doofus. Yeah. I don't know what he did. Now I know what the title. I just. With we can't discuss what athletes, he did on this podcast. No, I know. Ready, but with a lot <laughs> of these safe athletes, for work. most people like Deshaun Watson, like Robert Kraft. Like when this stuff happens, we all remember the story. I think Trevor Bauer, when that thing happened, I think he just like kind of blipped, and I think that he would be like other teams would sign him. Is my point? Like, like other teams would be a lot more apt to sign him because I don't think the social like pushback to Trevor Bauer was as big as maybe you would think. Well, I think part of it is because he got suspended and just kept getting pushed back and pushed back, and now we haven't seen him in like two, three years or whatever. So everyone just kind of forgot about it. Because he was suspended for what? Like 300-something games. It just kept getting pushed yeah, back. Yeah, it just got reduced. Kicked so down now the road. He's, he's, he's been reinstated. But you would imagine teams would be hesitant to sign him for the PR. There, there's a team out there that wouldn't mind trading for him. I don't think the, Do- the well, Dodgers... the problem is the contract. Yeah, the problem is the contract. I think the Dodgers 
I would assume they're probably going to try trade him and eat some of that money. But there's a team out there that would take him. And he's a, he's the, a, the Astros traded for Roberto Osuna like yeah, that's two yeah. weeks after he beat his wife. <laughs> <laughs> there's a yeah. uh, there's a like an argument you can make. Well, question: Is he going to be good? Like, that's he what was, I don't know because he's been out of the game for I, so long he's, now. He's out of I, the game and he lost all his spider tag. That's not true though. They I can still, think they, he'd still be a pretty effective pitcher. Sticky. I think he would ways. be an average pitcher. He won't be as good as good, his money, but he won't but be a Cy Young winner. He'll he'll be yeah middle of the road. I think he would be. I mean, if if he hits the mark, like if he's on the trade block right now, which I would assume he is, and the Dodgers are willing to eat some of that money, there would be a probably a decent sized market for him. What do the Dodgers do? Like, what are their options? They're let him sit on your roster but not play him. I feel like the Dodgers have all their messaging has has been don't. Like they don't want him. Yeah, and they can't cut him. You can, eat way well, they more stopped money. selling his merchandise. They pulled his bobbleheads, all of that stuff. And they are in L.A. They're so we'll gonna, like exactly. They're definitely so, not gonna let that guy play. You think the, the Giants thing. would trade for him because they're so down bad? I mean, they just <sighs> signed San Francisco. There ain't no way they're letting the PR nightmare come. That's just what I'm saying. They just signed. Uh, no, you know what? Taylor Rogers. I got Lucky? it. I got it. What about the Astros? I was thinking the Rangers. Yeah. <laughs> The, the Rangers. I could, see, I could see the Astros doing it. I don't think the Rangers have any money left. But the, are, are the Dodgers going to make a trade with the Astros? No way. I to get a guy that you're. Like, I think Trevor Bauer would be the exception. If there's no option, that's true. Yeah, that's true. Maybe the Guardians. No, I don't think he'd go back to them. Yeah, uh, oh wait, no, Tito hates him. I yeah, forgot, no. I forgot about that. No, no, he can go back to the Reds. That's a great place to be. He looks like a Reds player. He does. Well, he was a Reds player. Yeah. Wait, he won the Cy yeah, Young with, with the Reds, Reds. and then he, he signed that ball, monster uh, deal with the Dodgers. Oh, oh yeah, <laughs> he threw the ball oh, yeah. over. He threw the ball over center field as, uh, as a Red. What no, a, isn't, what a that cool guy! Cleveland, yeah, that was I thought Cleveland. that was. Oh, never. Traded, oh, Jesus! They, I'm they so traded him the week <laughs> after. My bad. I don't think he made. It, he may have made like one more start as with the with Cleveland before they traded him. Huh. I wow. could see. I could see that. Like, what a class act. What if like the Royals? I don't know. Like it's, they don't have that money. It'll come. Like I think he gets traded. It'll come down to however much money a the team Dod- is willing to accept because yeah. no team is going to pay that full thing. Oh no! And but the Dodgers have the money to pay part of it anyway. Yeah. So yeah, they just everyone. Remember they had a a vote on the Dodgers about like if they wanted to keep him on the team, and yeah. it was like majority no. Like, nah. <laughs> well, I feel like he's a terrible clubhouse piece. Oh, too. he is. He, it, like okay, I, if you throw away all the allegations and all the stuff he got suspended for, even then he's still a terrible clubhouse yeah, he guy. Exactly. <laughs> he seems the like beef Andrew between Tate, him and like Garrett Cole is so funny. They hate each other because yeah. they both they were both so they were college teammates and they they were both so petty to each other. Yeah, like well, and they you know they're both the biggest proponents. of I sickies. could see Garrett Cole bullying like his teammates though. Yeah. No, no I could see Garrett no Cole way. getting bullied Trevor, by no, well, no, Trevor Bauer, he seems like the quiet Yo. kid who just stands in the corner and is so angry. No, 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 no. Garrett Cole gets bullied. I There's think no Garrett Cole is the bottom in that no, situation. If, also. No, he uh, he probably uh, well in school, yeah, but not on the baseball team because he's good. I don't know. Trevor Bauer has... He's so he's so angry and just like yeah, but he's like <laughs> I want to take something I can't I can't say, say, say it. I, I'm thinking. <laughs> thinking. I'm gonna take this moment uh, on the podcast to share shed a little light on his rap career that I know I mentioned. Oh, Trevor Bauer? Yes. Yeah, yeah, when he, we were first talking about. Um, oh, that's right! I forgot about that. We talked about this in the pod before, but it needs he just it's on Spotify. I think if you just look up Trevor Bauer, you can get yeah. it. Yeah, um, it's fantastic. He made that diss track uh, for his catcher after he got traded from the <laughs> Diamondbacks. 
Miguel Montero was his catcher in Arizona, and he Miguel made, Montero's been like is like a good catcher. Yeah, like, but he was also he was also a cranky person because he called out Jake Arrieta when he won the Cy Young. He was like, "That was all me." What Garrett said made me think of something. So you know how the Eagles did like their Christmas album thing? Who on the Red Sox do you think would be the best singer? Bro, it's Kike. less of singer. It's more of personality. Kike. I don't like any of them Kike? that much. Think about it like this. Kike? Kike? If, if the Red Sox made a Christmas album, it would be... It I, should be like a Dodgers one. No. It should just be Kike Verdugo and um, well, I think it w- Chris, Kike, Justin Turner. It would no, I, I want Chris Sale on there because you know he'd just be like super metal. And he could just, rap. He could be like Eminem. No, he'd scream. Yeah, like metal. That's actually a good point. There's a lot of metal and punk Christmas albums. Filled with pain. I hate Christmas. Oh, yeah. Chris Sale could be the Grinch. Mm -hmm. It would have to be Kike, and it would have to be Verdugo. Those those are our only likable players left at this point. Yeah, those are like the two guys that you could... You could see then, like, like Devers is a little camera is like, "Hey, Merry Christmas, Feliz Navidad." <laughs> um, you could also you could throw Garrett Whitlock on there, and he just kind of stand there and look back and forth while they were singing. Just be happy to be there, yeah. No, no, you know what? His uh, do you know that country singer Josh Turner, the one with the super yeah, deep voice? That'd yeah, that'd be Whitlock. Yeah, because Whitlock's entrance song is one of his songs. Whitlock could be a little country singer. Yeah, no, but like super deep. Voice. Can he get that deep? I don't think he had a deep voice. I feel like he could. If he tried, he could. Maybe. And then let's Mitch Moreland could <laughs> Yeah, Mitch could. Um, I would love a Mitch Moreland Brock Holt Christmas album. Oh, that'd be sick. Like a country Christmas. Joe Kelly could have done I have it. A, I have a video on my phone of Andrew Benintendi singing Don't Stop Believing" on the team bus at like 2 in the morning. I have a video of Joe Kelly and Henry Owens lip syncing I Want It That Way by Backstreet Boys. Oh, at Winter Weekend. <laughs> at Winter Weekend, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was cool as hell. Yeah, Corey, or, uh, what's your name? Garrett just did a sick slide in. My name's parkour. GJ Cool, and I can do parkour. SeatGeek is a place for you if you're looking for tickets to sports or con- <laughs> concerts Go watch this the holiday season. Go watch the Bruins. Bruins, Celtics, yeah. Uh, SeatGeek is the best ticket provider out there for all sports, concerts, shows, and more, and they make buying tickets easy by grading every ticket price so you know you're getting the best deal possible, and they provide a view from your seat so you can get the perfect seats to any event. And guess what, folks? You can get $20 off your first purchase with SeatGeek by using the promo code DUGOUT. D-U-G-O-U-T. Get out there. Hey, if you forgot to buy Christmas gifts, you can you can, you can can buy tickets on SeatGeek Christmas morning if you want to. Just print yeah. out the uh, print out the ticket and then wrap the ticket up. The print yeah, a little thing. piece of paper. Yeah. Yep. All right, last thing I want to touch on real quick before we wrap it up and I go to work. J.D. Martinez is gone. Thank you, J.D. Yeah, Best free agent thanks, signing in JD. Red Sox history. Yeah. No, I I have it. That's not his jersey, but I have his jersey somewhere. Um, yeah, no, I love JD. From the moment we signed him, he was just a professional who obsessed over the art of hitting and really was good at it too. No, and he really good dude. We, yeah, good we, dude, funny dude. I think it's safe to say we would not have won the 2018 World Series without him. No way. Like <laughs> I agree. And I agree. Well, if I was on the roster instead of him, we would have won. That's true. That's true. Yeah. No, Garrett would have hit 500 with 50 tanks. Only 50? Give me 65. No, no, in April. No, I'm oh. just talking about April. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> Relax. <laughs> yeah, we would have gone 161 and 1 that year. Yep. Garrett yep. was sick one day. Yep. <laughs> yeah, he had the swine flu. I don't know if I would have made it. I probably would have like hit hit a double or something and pulled my pants down at second <laughs> base and like banned, banned from the league or something and be like, oh, the boys told me to do it. Crap. Uh, speaking of, ne- Sniffly Julio was the best hitter of all time. That's true. JD with the flu was elite. 
I'm <laughs> I just had the JD. flu, by the way. Don't recommend it. Sniffany who? JD's going to feast out in L.A. Yeah. Don't be Back discouraged, Sox Mookie. fans. He's with his personal hitting coach. He's with L.A. He's with, He's with Mookie. Mookie's bestie. Yeah, they're having a blast. They're, they're going to tear it up. Everyone's having fun. Might it's like win that the World meme Series. It's where, okay. uh, where, um... Is it Squidward's like yeah. watching SpongeBob and Patrick Starr play out his window? Yeah, that's Raphael Devers watching the entire 2018 Red Sox yeah. team. That's me. That's, that's us Red watching Sox. a Padres Dodgers game next year. Yep, exactly. That is exactly what it is. Don Arcillo, Don Xander Bogarts, Mookie Betts, JD Martinez. Wow. On that note, Merry Christmas. Yeah. Yeah, man. Nesson's yeah, got to figure it out, too, because with this team <laughs> not being that good, they Chris really Martin need to. leads the Red Sox into the Bronx where they face Aaron Judge. <laughs> Be there. This Friday, Bobby Dahlbeck versus Aaron Judge. <laughs> <laughs> Which superstar is going to have the upper hand? The Red Sox don't have in this anyone. Battle of the Giants. The Sox don't have anyone I'm like, I would be excited to see in an MMA ring. Um, <laughs> Yoshida. I feel like most no. other teams. Yeah, it's like five nine. I don't care. I, like the Yankees have two of them. Give, give me Judge and Justin Stanton. Turner would be cool. Oh, he's he's Justin he reminds me of an old Connor McGregor. Exactly, yeah. dudes, bro. Um, yeah, he, no, he's an angry no, Irishman. Yeah. If He'd we be got fine. Red, if we got into a Red Sox fight, who's the spark plug of this team? No one. Uh, no one. That's, Honestly, that's a good point. That is valid. Chris Sale. <laughs> No, he'd, he'd just break. be screaming he'd out there. Chris Sale got within 100 meters of a fight, he would hurt himself. Kenley Jansen, he's a big dude. He is a monster. He is a large man. Yeah. <laughs> but he's, he seems so nice. He's so, no, yeah, he yeah, is nice. Give me, give me Tanner Houck. He's a, That's he a lo- decent he's, guy. He's, he's a psycho. No, you know, you know who he looks He's like, um. have you ever seen that Netflix show, show Shooter? He's kind of like Bobby no. Swagger. No. Bobby Swagger? Bobby? Yeah. That's yeah. Netflix original. Name yeah, no, but like Tanner Houck looks like he he looks like he would have served in like Afghanistan, and he would have yeah, been lo- he been a- I see that. That's what I'm saying. I right? see what you're saying. And he yeah. would he would have been a long range sniper. <laughs> yeah, I totally see that. Too bad we're trading him. Mm-hmm. Who aren't we trading? Uh, well, we're not even, Brian trade, Brazier. The trade market's <laughs> dead right now. They said no one's bringing up any trade, so we're great. Honestly, if you're the Red Sox, we should we, like I would push in. All of our like so-so prospects and tra- like Nick York, Raffaella. Bye, trade you. You're good, but trade you. These guys see have bye. value. Like Nick York, Dahlbeck should have been traded yesterday. Like yeah. I don't even care if he has value. Just buy. Duran should have been dude, traded buy. like four years ago. Yeah. Okay, at the 2020 trade deadline. I don't want to talk about this. It yes, me but in 2020, if you're trading a package of Bobby Dahlbeck and Jaron Duran, you could have gotten like a Juan Soto. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. No, they're saying Duran's going to be the next Ted Williams. Don't forget. Actually, wait. Here was a well, hypothetical. It's whenever the comparisons happen. It's when, you, it's when you compare Henry Owens to Randy Johnson, Jaron Duran to Ted Williams. Just nothing good comes hey, from man, that. Okay, so we're Barry not Bonds. comparing Yoshida to Ichiro. We are no, not. No, I'm going to compare uh, Marcelo Mayer to Steven Drew. Marco Scudero. Marcos. <laughs> Can yeah. we, do you think we could sign one of those guys to play shortstop for us? I'd rather I would love that. We could sign Jose back. Iglesias back what again. I, I think we are. I think that's going to happen. I'm cool with it. I'm cool um, with it. He's cool. Right. Hey, man, we all end up in the same place, six feet under the ground. so Or sprinkled somewhere meaningful. <laughs> Or unfound <laughs> from like a war. <laughs> all right, so, all right. We That's really, we really do all, we all end here. up as the next Babe Ruth, to be honest. It's at have the end of the day. Have a wonderful holiday season. I hope that you get better presents than what the Red Sox have been giving us.